Hello everybody, this is Emily Roberts. I'm here today with Courtney Viersha and Rachel Wall to talk about an indelible teaching moment that I had in my field experience that really made me reflect on what kind of teacher I want to be and what kind of teaching style I want to adapt. And I want to apologize in advance for my voice. It's a little bit raspy right now, um, but I will do my best to speak as clearly and loudly as possible so that everybody can understand me. So a couple weeks ago in my field, I had an altercation with a student who didn't want to put his phone up in the back of the classroom, even though my placement teacher, who was out of the room for the day, asked me to enforce this rule and have the whole class put their phones up. And so I ended up arguing with this student back and forth about why he needed to put his phone up, that I wasn't asking him, I was telling him. And eventually I ended up just giving up because I realized that I was getting in an argument with a high school student over his cell phone when he was just going to put it in his backpack and ended up not being distracted by it throughout the whole day. And so after this experience, I took some time to reflect on it and how things could have gone differently. And then I ended up thinking about what kind of teacher I want to be one day. And I definitely don't want to be the type of teacher who gets in arguments with her students about cell phones because I feel like that creates a very negative learning environment and can damage a lot of great relationships that you can build with your students. So today we're going to talk about two different teaching styles, authoritative and authoritarian, uh, what each of those are and what type we think is best to incorporate into your classroom. So Courtney, do you want to tell us a little bit about the authoritarian teaching style? Yeah, so an authoritarian teaching style is more like a dictatorship and the teacher has all the power and is in control all the time. And so relating back to the altercation that you had with your uh, student, it, I listened to this podcast called The Cult of Pedagogy and it was called How to Stop Yelling at Your Students. And the woman, Jennifer Gonzalez, she talks a lot about understanding why you need to stop yelling and just like the effects that yelling has on your students. And a lot of the time, it, it's a huge, teaching is a huge respect thing and it's, it's two-sided, like it's two-sided. It's not just, you know, we can't just expect our students to respect us if we're not respecting them. And you have to earn respect, you can't just demand it from them. Yeah. And vice versa. Exactly, yeah. And so it, and we also have to understand what happens when we are yelling to them, like to the students internally, like for example, like their emotions or their home life or, you know, what's going on outside of school. And we have to respect that and how it may contribute, you know, to bullying or that could trigger something that, you know, maybe we don't know about or some type of anxiety. Like we just, you you don't know. And that can really damage relationships that you have with your students or make it difficult to build those relationships if you are demanding from day one. And I totally agree with that because that's exactly how I felt in the moment with my student. I felt like because we're only in the classroom for three weeks, I hadn't built strong relationships with my students at this point. Mm -hmm. And after it happened, I felt like I wouldn't be able to have a strong relationship with him because I, the, one of his first impressions of me was 
trying to enforce a rule, yelling at him, demanding things from him. And so what kind of student wants to get to know a teacher like that? But I actually am very grateful to have had this experience because it gave me the opportunity to reflect on what kind of teacher I want to be. And I know now that the teaching style that I want to adapt or adopt in the future is an authoritative teaching style. So Rachel, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we were really looking to adopt the authoritative style. We think it's the best kind of practice to use in our classroom. Um, I read a blog post and it compared the teaching styles we want to implement in our classroom to parenting styles, which I thought was super interesting because those are two things. I've never really compared myself as a teacher to a parent, but now looking at it, we're two very, in most students' life, it's the most two most stable people in their lives that they see every day. So adopting a constant style, I believe, is going to be very beneficial in a student's life. Because you want to be consistent in the classroom and like you want to make an impression and stick with it throughout the entirety of the year. Exactly. And I think remaining consistent in a student's life is very important to having a healthy mentality and relationship with them. So this blog post goes on to talk about three different parenting styles that I believe coincide with the teaching styles that we are talking about. They have the authoritative, the authoritarian, and permissive. And this blog post goes on to describe authoritative parents are both demanding and controlling, but they are also warm and receptive to their children's needs. They are receptive to bi-directional communication in that they explain to their children why they have been established rules and also listen to their children's opinions about those rules. Children of authoritative parents tend to be self-reliant, self-controlled, and content. So I thought this definition really embodied what I want to be as a teacher. I want to be someone who is respected and has rules and has these boundaries in the classroom, but I also want to be this person that can be approachable, and when a student has a problem, I want them to feel like they can come to me. This also kind of reminded me of a different blog post I read. It's from Concordia University in Portland. I saw in the last blog post that authoritative is kind of a mixture of permissive and authoritarian. It's kind of combining these two styles and finding the perfect balance to where you can be respected and approachable at the same time. So this blog post from Concordia University describes the hybrid or blended teaching style. So they define it as hybrid or blended style follows an integrated approach to teaching that blends the teacher's personality and interests with students' needs and curriculum appropriate methods. So like we said, being this approachable person while still having that curriculum and appropriate teaching style. And you really never know when a child needs that person in their life. And you may know it, you may know things about their background, um, but some children don't share that and some schools don't know about it. They may not have an authoritative figure in their life that is also someone that can be warm and like inviting Mm -hmm. and approachable like you said so sometimes a child needs that and I think it's an honor as a teacher to be able to play that role for them and provide that for them yeah one of the pros that this website and blog post explains about this style is that 
this hybrid style or the authoritative style that we really want to go for is inclusive and it en enables teachers to tailor their styles to student needs and appropriate subject matter. So one thing that I believe has been a very constant theme throughout the semester is diversity and being able to diversify our lessons and our teaching styles for our students and making sure that we can accommodate each of these students. So I believe that the authoritative teaching style really encompasses all of that so that we can be as diverse and inclusive as possible in our teaching. Because, yeah, totally, because it creates such an open classroom environment. It's, it's, not, it's more of a democracy, not a dictatorship. So rules and expectations are kind of determined between the teacher and the students, not just by the teacher. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming and talking about the research that we conducted even though this wasn't the most positive experience for me in the moment during field, I think I'm taking something very positive away from it. And I'm extremely grateful for that. And I'm very eager to continue to learn more about what type of teacher I'm gonna be, what type of teacher I want to be, and to share that with my colleagues to make sure that we're all the best teachers that we can be. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in to our next episode. Goodbye.